Welcome to From Beer to the Bible with your host, Urban Lee. Each week, you'll hear stories from Urban's road to sobriety and steps you can take to help you or a loved one find healing through Jesus Christ. Now here's your host, Urban Lee. Good evening. This is your host, Urban Lee of From Beer to the Bible. You can find information about the book at FromBeerToTheBible.com. You can find more information about Hampton Ministries at HamptonMinistries.org. We are super excited. We've got one of my new and what I like to call my forever friend, Scott, here in the building live. Say hi, Scott. Hey, how are you? Hey, man, good. We are so excited to have you. And let's jump right into it. I usually start and anchor us in the spirit of the Lord with a quick prayer. Father, we thank you for grace. Father, we thank you for your grace. We thank you that your grace is sufficient for all that we're going through today and all the days of this life. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. want to give you guys some background on my forever friend and partner, Scott. Scott and I met recently, and we sat down for breakfast to really just share our, our mm-hmm. testimony of all the Lord has done for us and the recovery that he has done in and through us. And, you know, I've heard a lot of testimonies and I've heard a lot of stories, Scott, and yours is one of uh, the most powerful and best that I've heard. So let's jump right into it. Let's, let's give our listeners a, a a taste of your testimony. Oh, wow. Well, well, first of all, thank you for that introduction, Irvin. Um, Really honored and blessed to be here for sure. For sure. Because, uh, wasn't for the blood of Jesus, uh, I would be dead or still in prison, yeah, so man. Yeah. we'll start there. But, yes. um, you know, I've always uh, lived my entire life uh, up until recent times with uh, a spirit of rejection over my life. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I, I don't want to really go too far deep in yeah. the uh, the daddy issues realm, but my, yeah. my biological father left my mom when I was six months old, and mm-hmm. uh, she remarried when I was young, but I just always had that one part missing. Mm-hmm. I always just was looking for a father figure, even yeah. though I had one sitting in front of me. And then, yeah. you know, we have God the Father. Yeah. I just never uh, received that. Yeah. So that started just an, a, a journey and yeah. uh, just to speed up through, mm-hmm. through life. Uh, I remember taking some drugs when I was in school. Okay. And I loved the way I felt. It mm-hmm. wasn't about alcohol at the time. It was about drugs. Yeah. And um, at that point, it seemed like the I found what I had been missing all my life. It's yeah. like, oh, man, yeah. this is it. Yeah. This is it. This is uh, what I'm going to live for, and this is what I'm going to do. And I dropped out in the middle of my senior year in high school uh-huh. on drugs and alcohol and uh now, who gave you the drugs? How did you, did someone give them to you? How'd you get your introduction into I, drugs? Some guys that I was going to school with. Okay. Yeah. It wasn't really a peer pressure thing. It was more of I was looking to belong. Okay. There was nobody uh, pressuring me to take the drugs. I, you know, I, I wanted to overcome that, that, that cloud or that spirit of rejection. Mm-hmm. And I knew if I was to, uh, take part in what these guys were doing, then I would be more than, uh, more than accepted. Okay. All right. So then you, you take it, you get the feeling. And one of the the questions we always get is now had anyone in your family that you knew of suffer from addiction? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Um, so my mother and my stepfather, they met 
and they owned a couple of bars. Mm-hmm. So alcoholism and, and I'm sure drugs, I yeah. was, had the wool over my eyes, I'm sure when I was a child, but uh, okay. yeah, they were, they were in the bar business, All right, I in got the you. tavern business. Yes, sir. <laughs> Understood. Okay. Keep going. So, um, but yeah, um, things led to things really mm-hmm. fast mm-hmm. and, um, I was 18 years old. Mm-hmm. I dropped out of high school, and as all of the people I grew up with were graduating high school, I was mm-hmm. in a drug recovery. I was in a rehab. Okay. And that was the first time I was exposed to the 12 step yeah. of recovery. Okay. But it, I didn't take, it didn't take heart. It wasn't anything that um, I had any awareness of. I didn't yeah. know what I was doing. I mean, I just, when I'm drinking and drugging, yeah, my luck turns to you know what really oh, fast man, so. I, I, hey that that's about all of us now i have to ask my my, my question sure now, where was the lord in all of this where was your relationship with him and where i wasn't it wasn't there okay it wasn't there and you know and in the program of recovery it talks about mm-hmm. a, a power greater than ourselves yeah and i didn't really know what that meant yet mm-hmm. but thank god for for the 12 steps of recovery and thank yeah. God for the protection and the fact that he's had my back this whole time, even right. though I couldn't see him, I've been protected by him. Yeah. There was several times where I should have ended up, you know, yeah. dead or mm-hmm. long-term prison sentences and you know, all, you know, all those all things that, that come with, uh, the drinking and drugging life. And, uh, yeah. so just to speed things up and not really delve too far into, mm-hmm. uh, into the details, um, mm-hmm there's just always been a part of me that's been missing. Okay. Always, always, always. So um, what does that feel like? Because we, we, I say that and we say it and then we get feedback from our listeners. Try to describe what that feels like for me. Well, it's, it says in uh, the book of recovery that Mm -hmm. we know loneliness like so few do. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. Dark it is before the dawn. Mm -hmm. Yes. Yeah, because what I remember as I, you know, fell into the sin and shame of alcoholism, I remember going to the bar and just drinking by myself. Mm. And man, I would just feel so empty, that hole, lonely until the so-called buzz came. And then you get, I'd call it about an hour of euphoria. I feel good. And then boom, it's gone and I need to do it again. And it's that cycle of insanity. And it, it's 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 a hard thing to communicate verbally when it's so painful to experience and give yeah. someone else kind of a peek into that hole of, sure. of of alcoholism and addiction. Yes, yes, and um, it also says uh, in the book, in the 12 step book mm-hmm. of recovery, it also talks about the four hideous horsemen, mm. terror, bewilderment, frustration, and despair. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Oh man. Yes. Oh man. I still, even as you recount them, I, I, my body jumps because I, I recall all of that. And, you know, I, I try to explain to people who've never suffered from addiction, the, the spiritual aspect mm. of it that is so fright terror is uh, the best word. Some of the things that I that I saw, that I imagined, that I dreamt, that I envisioned, 
were absolutely terror is the right word just frightening like even when i think about them now um it, it cuts me to the core and that's the that's the side that is so often missed of addiction because it starts out fun right sure. oh yeah <laughs> starts out fun and then it quickly the fun i don't maybe my last few years of of alcoholism I don't recall having very much fun, right? I, I don't. It was more of I need to drink 24 beers today so I can just feel normal, mm. right? Just to get away from the tear and the sin and shame. Now, talk to our listeners about you go down this road, talk a little bit about what we call hitting the bottom and then where Christ shows up in the equation. Sure, sure. So, uh, been sober several times throughout my uh, my mm-hmm. career, mm-hmm. and uh, with brief periods of sobriety, only to be mm-hmm. to be uh, to find myself back in in relapse mode because mm-hmm. I never really was recovered. I was never really fully restored like I am mm-hmm. today. And mm-hmm. uh, so, the last time that I used any drugs or alcohol, I've been sober almost a year. Mm-hmm. Um, not through the power of God, but through the power of pride. Mm-hmm. You know, went from homelessness yeah. to mm-hmm. uh, started a business, yeah. and things were going great in the business. Mm-hmm. And uh, next thing you know, I'm, I'm I've got more money in the bank than I've ever had yeah. in my entire life. Yeah, empty inside, full of fear, yeah. full of anxiety, full of all the things that are not of my Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, and no fruits of the Spirit alive yeah. and well in my life <laughs> whatsoever. And uh, powerful, yeah. Things things look great on the outside, yeah, but they were terrible on the inside. And uh, you know, we, my wife now and I were mm-hmm. dropping our kids off in Oklahoma t- for the summer. Yeah, so it was almost like a free pass. Yeah. By the end of the night, we had a bag of drugs, and that kicked mm-hmm. off another relapse. Okay, I, I I want to relapse sometimes in recovery feels like a bad word you know because people think we go to rehab yes and we get fixed and then we there aren't sometimes not all times but relapse does happen so talk about that in the context of hey you can go to all the programs you can relapse but you can still recover and be healed oh yeah for sure even i was a member of my church Mm mm-hmm and uh, in the beginning of this uh, year that I'm talking about, two weeks shy of a year, I went to my church and mm-hmm. had an overwhelming encounter mm-hmm. of the power of God, mm-hmm. received forgiveness, received uh, yeah. the fact that he loved us. And in fact, uh, my wife and I talk about this all the time. Yeah. The uh, the sermon was called, God Has Not Forgotten About You, and it was over Jeremiah 29, 11, yeah. how he knows the thoughts that he thinks towards us. Mm-hmm. And so when we went to that church, and it's a really big church, and yeah. We went there. We were living off my mom's stolen credit card number, staying in a hotel, yeah. and just doing the things that people do when they're yeah. when they're in that life. And you know, then started some a little bit of a healing and yeah. some recovery, and started going to mm-hmm. the recovery meetings, and things started getting really good. Yeah, yeah. And like I said, though, mm-hmm. a couple of months into it, we were talking about this over breakfast yeah. a couple of weeks ago, but a, a, a couple of months into this 
awakening or this this touch from the Lord, yeah, we started a business mm-hmm. and we've got custody of our kids, yeah, and we got a house and you know all those things that start happening when yeah. when we're walking towards the Lord, yeah. But my pride and ego, yeah, started taking credit for it, yeah. And so now uh, I stand before you, a man that's been there, done that. I've yeah. got the T-shirt and the hat, right. and I've been a member of of the church that that mm. I'm a part of. And yeah, I've fallen off the wagon. Yeah, and I went to prison over it. Yeah, and now I get to serve as a pastor at that church as well. So yeah. you know, uh, um, to speak into the relapse thing, yes, it happens. It yeah. happens, and it's a part of our the you know the progressive sanctification process of of what we're doing and walking with the Lord. Yeah, my the the truth is mm-hmm. is that all of my rejection and daddy issues mm-hmm. weren't healed at that point. Mm-hmm. In fact, God used me showing up at that church and getting plugged in very at a very small small part of it, mm-hmm. and becoming a small part of that church to show that He could bless me. Mm-hmm beyond measure yeah but my heart my character wasn't ready Irvin. yeah it just wasn't ready man amen to that i i I totally understand that let's let's talk a little bit about being in recovery and then because this is true and i know my listeners are probably gonna say really (laughs) most of the the addicts and alcoholics i know and have met are tremendously talented people. Yes. And when they get sober and get pointed in the right direction, get lined up horizontally, loving others, loving the Lord our God, they do amazing things. Now, our challenge, and guys sitting in the seat behind the mic included me, uh, when prosperity comes, right? And you and I, we 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 talk a lot about this and it's arresting pride, ego, and arrogance because it's really the Lord our God and the power of the Holy Spirit working in and through us to to bring us to that point. So talk about the disciplines that, you know, having gone through it, that you would recommend and and say are key learnings for those who are recovering from addiction and walking into being prosperous in the Lord. Sure. Well, uh, first it starts out with just a little bit of obedience, mm, just a little bit. Yeah. So if I take one or two steps towards God, he comes running mm. at me like a freight train and yeah. he's faithful. Yeah. Love it. Love and it. you can count on him. Mm-hmm. And I know I can count on him because I'm actual mm-hmm. tangible evidence of that alive in my alive and well in my life, just yeah. like you are too. Yeah. So, um, the other part is, and it's something that with the guys in, Girls that my wife and I both work with, yeah. Whether it's through church ministry or or mm-hmm. work or recovery programs, whatever the mm-hmm. whatever the avenue is that the Lord brings people to our table, yeah. The number one thing that we we just encourage anybody is to no matter what, keep showing up, yeah. What yeah. no matter yeah. what you're thinking and how you're feeling, no matter the mistakes you make or the victories you have, yeah. Make it a discipline to continue showing up. Keep 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 going. Keep yes, going. sir. I, I want to talk a, a little bit about, because um, as you were saying it, I was thinking about my own daddy issues and talk about how we see 
our earthly father, how that impacts our view of our heavenly father. Yes. Well, I made my biological father mm-hmm. a God. Mm. And if, if everybody says, you know, people say that God is the father. Yeah. And if the only thing I can see in front of me at the time before yeah. I had faith was the example that my biological father had, yeah. had brought to the table. And that's a terrible representation of who the father is. <laughs> Man, of any father, truthfully. Yes. Yeah, I'm with you. Including myself, <laughs> yeah. right? Hey, all of us fall short of the glory of the good Lord, right? Yes, sir. Yeah. So, and, and as you were saying that, and I had mommy and daddy issues that I had really locked away in the closet, deep, 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 deep down in my, my soul and my heart, my inner man. And when the counselor started to dig into that and I had to really come to grips with that, what I realized too, though, is the enemy had taken what truly happened and created a narrative that was much bigger which actually was a lot of lie in there, a little bit of truth and a whole lot of lie. Yeah. Right. And, and talk about, I guess the importance of, of doing that work to really get down to what I like to call the root issue of that is right. Sure. So, it, you know, in the first step in the program of recovery is that I admit that I'm powerless over mm-hmm. alcohol or drugs or whatever my ailment may be. Mm-hmm. And the second part of that is that my life had become unmanageable. Mm-hmm. And what yep. that really means is that I'm able to to justify myself into any sticky situation possible. Yeah. Yeah. I don't I don't even know that I'm lying. Is that what the denial stands for? Don't even know it's a lie. Mm-hmm. I don't realize that I'm not honest with myself about the state of my condition. Yeah. And uh, if I can't be honest with you, yeah, how can I be honest with, I mean, if I can't be honest with myself, how could I be honest with you? Yeah. So if I am living in a lie of, as to what drugs and alcohol are doing to my life, mm-hmm. I'm definitely not going to be able to be honest with myself about the spiritual malady that comes from yeah. uh, the alcoholism. Yeah. Talk about um, the importance of service to your recovery. Oh my gosh, that's, that's a big part of it. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's what the burden is, is the burden for the other guy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Whether it's somebody that walks into a restaurant and asks for 50 cents yep. we, straight off the street. Cause I've been that guy before mm-hmm. or the person or the white collar guy mm-hmm. that has a, a, a secret pill addiction to opiates. Yeah. That's not talking about it. The right. deal is, is it's the same. It's all the same sickness. Yeah. It's all the same spiritual malady. We're feeling and I can relate with these people. Yeah. We're filling the God hole. Yeah. With something that's not the Lord. That won't work. And it never fits. Man, it, it, it never fits. You could try it. Uh, you can try it a, a whole lot of ways. Talk about what your life is like now. Oh, my gosh. If I could really go to details, mm-hmm. I mean, uh, it would. I mean, it's fantasy land. Yeah. It's all the things that I ever dreamt about and uh-huh. then some. Uh-huh. Yes. Um, so. I was told that I would never have custody of my kids again. Yeah. You have your kids. That was a lie yeah. because I've got my kids. Uh, yeah. I've got one of my sons that uh, I dragged through the mud mm-hmm. through my drug addiction, alcoholism. Yeah. And um, he's really trying to make sense of things. Yeah. And he's in town this week. Okay. 
and he's at work with one of our crews right now with oh, some of the man. guys that Praise I get to God. mentor. Look at God, yeah. And I get to disciple, yeah. and he's hanging out with us for the week. And yeah. just to watch the Lord bring healing to his life through what's going on now, yeah. um, it's phenomenal. Okay. It's it's phenomenal. And the best part, I'll say this, yeah. I sleep really good at night. Man, there's nothing like the peace, right? So I'm comfortable in my own skin most of the time. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, you know, life is really, really good. And talk about talk about your wife. We're going to have her coming on in an episode here soon. Talk a little about the importance of your wife to your recovery um, and your new life that you have in Christ. Well, I tell you, if there's ever a barometer of the how I'm doing, you can always ask her. Okay. She will always know. <laughs> she knows me better than I know myself. It sounds like my wife. They're like truth serum. They'll tell you <laughs> truth no matter what. But that's what you need. Yes. Right? That's what you need, right? Yes. Well, she is the, I mean, outside of my salvation, she's the most beautiful thing that's ever happened to me. And yeah. we met in addiction. Yeah. And uh, the Lord saw fit to heal us both. Yeah. And, and here we are. We've been doing life together for quite a while now. And, yeah. uh, she is, my gosh, I mean, I, I, even in the times that we've yeah. met, like I talk about her all the time and she yeah. is, uh, she's the other half of me. Yeah. And I always, we just got a couple minutes left. I always, I often wondered what it would be like to have met and married someone where we were both in addiction. Just, just briefly, we got about a minute and a half left. Just, just talk about the power of that and how you guys together overcame addiction well we didn't overcome it together when i mm -hmm. went to prison she went to rehab and okay. it worked out <laughs> but, uh, okay okay but yeah so but we both come i mean so the holy spirit put us together yeah and god uses marriage mm -hmm. to heal one another mm -hmm. and she has taught me more things about marriage and commitment and consideration and respect mm -hmm. and how to treat a woman yeah than i'd ever known in my entire life Oh, man, we're going to end on that. We will be right back on the other side. Praise God. We'll be back with more of From Beer to the Bible right here on The Word, 100.7 FM. Finding addiction help is intensely personal, and the differences in options may not be immediately clear. Hampton Ministries was founded with the intent to provide people struggling with substance and behavioral issues with guidance to find the best environment for their well-being and recovery. Our main focus is to help those who use drugs and alcohol to break free and learn to cope with life circumstances. Hampton Ministries provides a rehab welcome kit to provide crucial resources to make their journey a success. Utilizing Lonnie Hampton's principles of character, work ethic, and selflessness, participants learn to hold themselves accountable. We want to help each individual obtain the life skills necessary to live a happy, successful, sober life. If you or a loved one is wrestling with substance abuse and needs help finding treatment or to donate, please visit HamptonMinistries.org. That's HamptonMinistries.org. Welcome back to From Beer to the Bible. Here's your host, Irvin Lee. Welcome back. It's your host, Irvin Lee of From Beer to the Bible. We are going to conclude this powerful conversation and testimony with Scott, with Scott taking us home. Scott, the floor is all yours. The second Corinthians mm. 10, three oh, yeah. through five says that though we walk in the flesh, we do not war after the flesh yes. for the weapons of our warfare 
are not carnal, mm. but mighty through God to the pulling down of strongholds. Yes, yes. Addiction and alcoholism is a stronghold. Yes, so anybody is. that's struggling right now, mm-hmm. I'm just going to ask you right now to turn to your Bible, download the app, whatever it looks like, mm-hmm. read that Second Corinthians 10, 3 through 5, yes. and ask the Lord to speak to you through that and show what he's saying through his word. And he is faithful and he will. Yes, he keeps his promises. And I would say, I will add to that Ephesians 6.10. Be strong in the Lord and his mighty power as we close today. Thank you and may God richly bless you all. Amen. Irvin, I just want to say thank you for having me here. It's an absolute honor and a joy. Thank you. And I want to leave you today with the love. I love you. The faith is in Christ Jesus and the hope is found in the Lord our God. May God always richly bless you. Thank you for listening to From Beer to the Bible with host Irvin Lee. To learn more, visit FromBeerToTheBible.com. There you can catch past episode podcasts and find other resources. That's FromBeerToTheBible.com.